This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready? Play. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are here to... Uh, present you a little show on the ATP Tour Finals that is about to come up and how I see the eight players that are going into that tournament in order of likelihood, I guess you could say, of winning it or just who's better placed, let's say. Uh, there may be some surprises for you, some that you may agree with, some that you may disagree with. Make sure you let me know in the comments section below this video. Of course, we've just seen the conclusion of the WTA Finals uh, in Fort Worth, Texas, and congratulations to Caroline Garcia on her incredible uh, run and victory last night over Arina Sabalenka. But like I say, I'm here to talk to you about the way I see things uh, with just five or six days now to go before those end of year uh, men's ATP Tour finals get underway. So let's get going. Who do I see as the outsider, the person that is eighth on the list, if you like, in terms of how we're going to go into this tournament. Well, personally, I have Casper Ruud in at eighth place on the list. Um, some people might think it's a bit harsh, obviously US Open finalist. Uh, one of the reasons I think behind this, though, is that uh, I think his form of late hasn't been great. I think he's two and four in his last six matches. Um, I also think that perhaps his run to the final in Paris was a bit fortuitous. I'm talking about, obviously, Paris, Roland Garros. So perhaps his ranking has been somewhat aided by that in that obviously clay court swing, useful, no points at Wimbledon where obviously he's not likely to do quite so well and he didn't do that well. So I think the the scoring system this season has helped him a bit. I also think his run to the Paris final was a little bit fortuitous in that Stefano Tsitsipas, uh, who was somewhat out of form at the time, went out reasonably early. Coffee, sip, break. Talking tennis mug. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But yes, yeah, so he's eighth on my list. Um, I also don't see him... The, the, the matchups and the head-to-heads to the seven people that I have ahead of him isn't particularly strong for me. And listen, tournament wins this year. He's obviously won three titles. Um, those three titles, though, were never at a, a 1,000 or higher level, albeit that he did get, obviously, to the U.S. Open final as well. I think he was very impressive in his win against Berrettini and is worthy of his place. But for the aforementioned reasons, I have him in eighth place. In seventh, I have Taylor Fritz. Uh, of course, you might be saying, why not have Taylor Fritz in eighth place? He was sort of a, a lucky loser, if you like, in terms of this event. Uh, or, or It's obviously the wrong terminology, but you know what I mean with obviously him getting in the eighth spot uh, due to um, the absence of Carlos Alcaraz, who pulled out injured last week with some abdominal issues. Uh, Alcaraz will obviously now be resting up nicely ahead of the 2023 season. But yeah, Taylor Fritz, I mean, largely he gets in on the back of having the Masters 1000 title at Indian Wells this year, which is one of um, three titles that he won throughout the year, obviously winning quite recently as well in Tokyo, beating Francis Tiafo in that final. But he did underwhelm at the US Open. I think his form is a bit patchy. I also think that the players ahead of him again, um, in particular, when we get to the number six person in my list, I think the head-to-head there doesn't look too great for me. And I did see him in action last week in Paris uh, against the uh, retiring, as it was uh, his retirement event, Gilles Simon. And I thought he was very flat and very disappointing, particularly at the crucial moments as it got towards the end of that third set. So for me, uh, he is number seven on the list. He may yet make the semifinals, but I would be surprised. But perhaps a favourable group may help the American. Now, I mentioned number six on my list. I've got number six as Rafael Nadal. One or two people might have him a bit higher. 22-time Grand Slam winner. But of course, only ever one indoor hardcourt title in his entire career, which spans the best part of two decades, would suggest that this isn't a favorable condition for him. He's obviously been a serial person at these event at this event. Didn't make it last year through injury. I have him ahead of Taylor Fritz, though, partly because I think that... Um, an injured Rafa Nadal can still beat Taylor Fritz, uh, as we saw at Wimbledon this year when he had basically no serve. I think Rafa really fancies his chances. Now, many of you might point to the Indian Wells final. I, again, uh, Rafa had injuries there in that final and didn't play tennis for the next four or five weeks. And I think we saw Rafa looking particularly glum afterwards because he knew that final was there for him to win if only he was healthy. So I have Rafa in number six, of course, his form of late with back-to-back losses at the U.S. Open against TFO and then also against Tommy Paul uh, last week in Paris, when he looked pretty good for a set and a half, but ran out of gas certainly in the third, and Tommy Paul was a deserving winner. So I have Rafa Nadal in at number six on my list. Number five, I have Andre Rublev. I wasn't sure whether to put Rafa in at five or Rublev in at, at, at five, but I've gone for the Russian. Um I think his form of late has actually not been too bad. Of course, he did lose last week in Paris Bercy relatively early on against Holger Rune. But of course, Holger Rune, we all know, went on to win the title. And by the way, I do think some of these players ranked, say, five to eight um, are probably quite relieved that the Dane isn't at this tournament because I think he would be ruffling a few feathers and would probably be higher ranked than most of the 
players at this tournament, or certainly the, the latter three or four that we've already mentioned. Uh, many people did, though, uh, suggest his victory over John Isner was very impressive. He's pretty good on a, on a hardcore indoor. He has got some pedigree. He was at the ATP Masters, uh, 1000, sorry, the ATP uh, Tour Finals in the past. So listen, Andre Rublev could quite easily, particularly with a favourable draw. A lot will change depending on how that draw pans out. We may see a group with Daniel Medvedev and Djokovic and, and Nadal all in one group, and that would obviously change the dynamic somewhat. And then we may see Rublev, Kasper, and Taylor in another group, and then suddenly uh, Rublev's chances go up. But I've got Taylor. Free, sorry, I've got Andre Rublev in at number five on my list. Let me know what you think about that. Certainly, let us know. You can obviously follow us on Talking Tennis at Talking Tennis TT on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and of course, you can let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Um, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Uh, I think one thing about him, I've got him at number four in my list. I think this this slight promotion, he may well have been a couple of places lower but was very much based on his tournament last week in Paris, where he did make the semifinals. Quite possibly could have beaten Novak Djokovic uh, in the semifinals, obviously in a third set tiebreaker where he was a mini breakup. Uh, for many people, one of the best indoor matches of the year, uh, that particular matchup. And so he is just starting to find a bit of form after what was a, a largely disappointing summer, particularly in New York, going out in the first round. I know he divides opinion on whether he's had a good year or a bad year. I certainly fall into the bad year camp, but it's because I have such high expectations for him. He may yet end up year-end number one, but it, again, it would be probably as bizarre, in my opinion, given the year he's had, as it would be to see somebody like Kasper Ruud, who was obviously very close to doing so in New York. Uh, but yes, I do take a lot of stock in his week uh, in Paris last week, beating Tommy Paul. I thought that was a really, really good win and perhaps a mini turning point for the Greek. Um, but he can also take a lot of confidence from that match against Djokovic, though tight moment, big player, doesn't win. It can be a bit of a pattern for him at these moments, particularly against Novak. I guess no shame in that. But if he wants to win this tournament, he may well have to beat Novak to do so. Um, okay, moving on. Medvedev comes in for me at number three on my list. So I really think he has a great chance of making the semifinals. Disappointing exit last week in Paris, um, losing out to Dimonor in his first match there in the French capital. Possibly if he had a better tournament, I may well have uh, bumped him up another place higher. But I think that result, the way it happened, of course, smashing his racket at the end of the match there didn't look great. And yet the previous few weeks before that, we started to see the Daniel Medvedev of old. I remember the victory against Dominic Team in Vienna just recently where he came off the court and said, listen, I won that match because I'm playing much, much better. The Daniel Medvedev of a few weeks before and largely throughout this year would not have done so well in Vienna. And I think it was a great win for him in the final. And also, of course, that match he had against Djokovic, which was nip and tuck until he retired through injury. But he is fit and he is firing, albeit that he slightly misfired in Paris, which makes me put him just one step lower down. But listen, his chances are much better now than they would have been a few weeks ago. Felix Auger, Aliasim comes in for me at number two on my list. I really uh, think that he has been mightily impressive in recent weeks. Uh, perhaps a little bit disappointing in that semi-final against um, Holger Runa in Paris recently. But listen, if we look at his record prior to Paris, uh, winning in Basel, winning in Antwerp, winning in Florence, 
three titles back to back. The first person to do that many, many years. I think perhaps he did just slightly run out of steam uh, last week. And Holger Rune, of course, uh, playing fantastically in the capital, uh, obviously. So that makes a big difference. We see Al- Alcaraz there as well, that he'd be in the semifinals. Uh, Felix, this is uh, just recently in Basel. Um, so we remember that run that he had where he just didn't lose serve. So for me, at the moment, in terms of form, um, it's really nip and tuck between him and the person who I put in first place in these power rankings as we head to Turin. I think the week off will do Felix a bit of good as well. It'll be good for him to just recharge those batteries, having barely had a break for the last month. Felix, therefore, goes in as my number two on my list. And unsurprisingly, Novak Djokovic. Do I really need to say anything? I mean, a multiple uh, ATP Tour Finals winner in the past. He hasn't won it for a few years, admittedly, but his indoor hardcourt season since the minute he came back um, in Tel Aviv, where he just tore it up without losing a set, 250 tournament, admittedly, but he looked good. He then looked even better in Astana. And just look at that run to the title in Astana. Okay, Christian Garin clay court specialist, you would argue, but nevertheless had to be beaten. And he did so with a loss of just two games. Then beating Botic, Hachanov, Daniel Medvedev in the semis, albeit that Medvedev obviously retired through injury and crushing Stefanos Tsitsipas in the finals. So it's been two wins in recent weeks against Tsitsipas, albeit one was much tighter than the other. I think it all bodes extremely well for Novak. And again, okay, he lost to Holger Rune in the final. Rune won't be there in, in, in Turin. Um, this is also another level as well. So I just can't see anything past uh, Novak being favourite. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to win, but I think uh, I would be shocked. Let me know in the live chat. Sorry, let me know in the chat below this video if anybody, anybody disagrees with my number one chat, number one choice on this list. You can also let me know on Twitter. I've just posted this on Twitter uh, to show you my eight, as I have it, with Kasper Rudin at number eight, Taylor Fritz at seven, Rafael Nadal at number six, Andre Rublev, Stefanos Tsitsipas, Daniel Medvedev, Felix in at number two, and Novak Djokovic as my number one on my list. Let me know on Twitter. Let me know in the comments below. Thank you, Tennis World, for stopping by. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.